Have you ever wondered if your financial choices truly align with the person you aspire to be? Join me in today's episode as we explore the powerful connection between defining your identity, honoring your faith, and creating financial harmony. It's time to ask yourself, who do you want to be and how can your financial path get you there? Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the A Balanced Life podcast, where I help career and family-focused women find healing and balance through finance so they can maximize their impact at home and for themselves. I'm your host, Atiqua, and we're about to start on a journey that is just as unique as you are, okay? You know, I believe that women have this incredible power to change the way their home operates in a way that's completely one of a kind. And here, I'm all about unleashing that power through a holistic approach to finance, all while bringing God into the mix, because on my cozy side of the internet, faith and financial well-being go hand in hand. So grab your coffee, a cup of tea, maybe even a little drinky drink, and kick back and get ready for some real talk. I'm here to keep it relatable, kiki a bit, and most importantly, empower you to embrace your own incredible journey. Join me every week for tips, insights, and plenty of aha moments. Stay tuned because your balanced life starts here. Before we get into today's content, today's scripture is from Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. So I decided to talk about this topic a little bit because over the last couple of years, I have really gotten to self-discovery and self-reflection because I realized that I really did not know who I was. You know, I remember who I was briefly as a little girl. You know, I remember who I was, you know, before I started this walk with God. And now it's like, okay, who are you? Who are you trying to become? Because I think as we get older, we just tend to go with emotions. We tend to follow the path of least resistance. We tend to do things that people say that we're supposed to do, even if it knocks us off our path and our purpose. And after running into so many obstacles, (laughs) after going through so much heartache, so much trauma, just so much of unpleasantness, I had to really sit down and ask, okay, what is it that you really want out of life? Who are you trying to become? Who are you trying to impact? What does this person look like on a daily basis? What kind of family does she have? What is she doing for this family? Like I started asking myself a lot of questions because I'm in this weird phase of life where I am in uncharted territory for me. I've never witnessed what I'm trying to accomplish, if that makes sense. So I'm over here trying to break all kinds of generational curses. I'm over here trying to reach all kinds of goals. And I don't have a blueprint to follow as far as someone before me. I know the things that I didn't want to tolerate. I know the things that I didn't want to do. I know those things, but I didn't know what steps I should take. And because of that, it also gave me insight to a lot of the women who come work with me and they tell me like these generic financial goals that they have. And when I ask them, hey, you know, okay, these goals sound okay. You know, they sound good, but why are these your goals? Like, where did this idea come from? And oftentimes it's something like, well, this person said that this is what I should accomplish by age 40. So this is what my goal is. Well, these people keep talking about generational wealth. So I feel like I have to, you know, focus on generational wealth. These people say that I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z. So this is what I'm working on. And then when we get deep into that conversation and I ask, well, what is it that you want for yourself? And it gets silent. 
And I think the silence comes from a lot of us not really knowing who we are and what we're trying to accomplish, or a lot of us aren't giving us the permission to want things outside of the norm. And hopefully this episode allows you, not hopefully, my prayer for you is that this episode provides you with some insight so you can break whatever chains, threads, or whatever it is causing you to give yourself permission to live for yourself, for your family, all while getting closer to God, because we aren't here to be carbon copies of everybody else. I'll give it to you this way. There are so many times I followed somebody else's blueprint in business and I see that it's working for them, but it wasn't working for me. And it's because that wasn't the purpose or the plan for my business. So it was never going to work. And I think a lot of reason why people feel like they are stuck and are confused is because one, they've gone as far as they can go without God. And two, you're doing things that weren't meant for you to do in the first place. Now, I'm not saying that everything that's meant for you is going to be easy, but I do believe that there is a level of clarity that's going to come from you doing things that are meant for you and your purpose. So let me go ahead and just hop into the content because I haven't even started with topic one yet. Okay, (laughs) so what does it mean to define who you want to be? As I mentioned earlier, I have been on this path of self-discovery and self-reflection for a while. And it's very important because you need to be able to sit with yourself and get to know who you are. Get to know who you are past the trauma. Get to know who you are past what people say that you're supposed to be, supposed to do, supposed to's, okay? No one's going to have the answer for you. The answer that you need to look for is going to come from yourself. So you have to really get comfortable with just sitting in silence and talking to yourself, talking you know, through your life. Because I believe that when you understand who you are, not only in the flesh, but in the spirit and as a child of God, that you will start to have this overwhelming peace in the middle of a storm. It doesn't matter what's happening. I think if you get to know who you are in the flesh, in the spirit, and as a child of God, that no matter what's going on around you, that you will have this overwhelming peace. You'll be able to be the person or be the woman that you're meant to be because no one can take your sense of self from you once you find who that is. A few things that you can start with when you are trying to figure out who you actually are in terms of your full identity, not the shell of the person that you have been presenting to the world for how many years, but the authentic you. I think if you sit down and journal what your values are, what is what do you value? What is important to you? What are your priorities? What are your passions? I think those are three areas that if you can just really get crystal clear on those things, it will put you in the right direction to get you to understanding your true identity. And after saying that, I feel like I should say that while you are on this journey to self-discovery and figuring out your identity, that it will be very, very important for you to stay off of social media for a while, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all of that, because a lot of people that I'm witnessing online are just becoming carbon copies of each other. You know, the same fake influencer smile, the same fake influencer energy, the same fakeness. And I think because it's being so heavily marketed to everyone on our feeds that it's easy for us to adopt certain aspects because essentially those are seeds being planted into many people and they are harvesting something that wasn't meant for them to harvest anyway. So I think while you are on this journey of self-discovery or 
you know, while you're just trying to pinpoint who you are, taking a social media fast would be a good a good idea because we have so many things coming at us on a day-to-day basis from work, from family, and social media. We are not meant to be plugged in 24-7 the way that we have been. And I I I believe that all of this is by grand design because if you are so distracted, you won't have the ability to find exactly who you are. And finding who you are is very, very powerful, not only on the financial front, but on the family front. I am very family-oriented over here. This is the path that I'm currently on right now. And I am looking at things through the lens of how is all of this affecting the family structure? How is all this affecting the households? Because to be completely honest, I was raised in a broken home. And it's nothing but the grace of God to get me to the point of me being married for nine years, been together 10 years, us raising a 15-year-old child that we had no hand in making. It's nothing but the grace of God that has got me here because there is such an attack on the family structure. That's another reason why I decided to kind of make this pivot into my business because I realized that as women, we have this unique opportunity or unique power to shift our environments in positive or negative ways, but hopefully you're using your powers for good, girl. And I believe that when you start going down a path of self-discovery, getting closer to God, then all of that trickles to your husband, your children, the people around you, the people in your circle. So I do believe that it is by grand design that if we are so distracted, we can't really fully embrace the power of who we are and who we are called to be. Then while you're trying to figure out who you are, it's really important that you have a strong foundation rooted in faith, okay? Because there are going to be times where there are going to be outside forces, outside people trying to make you question who you really are and who you were called to be. Oh, who does she think she is? She gone through all this stuff in life. How is she over here talking to people about God? Oh, who does she think she is? She didn't have her father in the household, and now she's talking about how important a family structure is. Who does she think she is? I knew her back in the day when she was busting it wide open in the club, and now she's over here talking about making sure that you put your best foot forward when you are out in public or doing whatever you're doing because you want to be known for something different. Like You are going to deal with so many of that, and not even just outside forces, but your brain will trick you into questioning who you are because now you're getting out of your comfort zone. Now you're walking down a path that's so powerful that can affect so many people. Like You will have the power to be the domino effect in so many people's lives, whether it's your family, your coworkers, your friends, your acquaintances, a stranger. You never know who has a blessing and who has a breakthrough attached to who you really are as a person and not the shell of a person that you are parading around. And I will say this, if you are having a hard time defining your values, your passions, your priorities, or just struggling with the question of who am I, there are over 40 scriptures in the Bible that talk about your identity. And I will even put a link to all of those scriptures in the show notes or in the description box, depending on where you're listening or watching this episode. But our identity is so important, (laughs) so very important, because we weren't just put here to just go through the motions of life. 
For me, I truly believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And while we're here, we are on assignment to do something. And you can't really accomplish your assignment if you don't fully know who you are. And your assignment might be your family. Your assignment might be your classroom. Your assignment might be a stranger down the street. Who knows? I can't tell you the connections that I've made while on this path of self-discovery and self-reflection. I can't tell you how much my household has shifted because I've been trying to figure out who I am and who I'm trying to become. Now, outside of the values, passions, and priorities, for me, I can give you a list of things that I want to be or who I am trying to be. First and foremost, I want to be happy, healthy, and comfortable, okay? Not just financially, but within myself, within my walk with God, within my roles of being a women's money coach and someone who can help women in needs with my mom fund. I want to be able to be the wife I need to be in the season that me and my husband are in, whatever season that may be. I want to be able to be the parent or guardian that my children will need when we enter whatever season. I want to be someone that when you look at me, you can see God through me so you can get closer. You can say, oh, I know her story. And the fact that she still believes in God, the fact that she is walking with God and going so heavy and dedicating her business to <laughs> to God, I want to go down this path too. Because if she can do it, I can do it. She can give me some tips all while I'm able to help you find that healing and balance through life while being able to get closer to God, while being able to maximize your impact at home and for yourselves. I believe our first ministry is always going to be home because family to me is biblical and it is spiritual. The fact that there's so many things going against family structures is absolutely wild to me. And looking at it through a spiritual lens, I see that this is an attack for the lack of better words. And my goal every time I work with women is not only to, of course, manage their finances and create a wealth building system, but I want you to be the woman you are called to be so your household can be what it needs to be. So your husband can be covered. So your children can be covered. Anything that is on the outside trying to come in and wreak havoc has no power and has no ability to do so. Your identity is everything. Now, my question for you is, have you ever taken the time to truly reflect on who you want to become and how it aligns with your faith and financial goals? Let me know in the comment section or send me a DM or an email, depending on what platform that you're on. But I really want to know. Now that we've talked about the importance of actually defining your identity and finding your identity, we have to talk about how does defining who you want to be positively impact your finances. Okay, so when you are finding your identity, you're going down a path of personal development, personal growth, and that has a huge impact on your financial well-being. Because like I said, many people are becoming carbon copies of each other or they're following somebody's blueprint when it's not really what they were called to do to begin with. And when you find out who you are, you create goals that actually support that person that you are meant to become. You carve a financial path that makes sense for the person you are and for the things you value, for what you're passionate about, for what your priorities are. I always use this example because it's always baffling to me when people just say these things out loud. But 
For example, I am someone who values family, right? I am not going to do anything on my financial journey that jeopardizes that value. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the rhetoric of, you know, if I have to sacrifice family time for a little bit so I can make this money, that's what I'm going to do. Yes, I might miss out on certain things, but my kids get the benefit. No, they don't. No, they don't. And what I want you to do after you watch this episode is listen to the previous episode about integrating faith into your financial well-being because there's so many gems in there that are jam-packed about what the fallout of that journey or what that path is. I firmly believe that anything that is meant for me to do is not going to take away from the things that I value, the things that I'm passionate about, the things that are my priorities. If I say Saturday is family time and we're having a family outing and somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, you know, I have this wonderful opportunity. It's going to pay you $10,000, but you're going to have to be away all day Saturday. Guess what? I'm not doing it. I'm absolutely not. I'm going to have to pass. Why? Because I value my family more than that. And I know some people may hear this and be like, girl, you are crazy. No. Because there's no telling what could happen in that time that I say, you know what, family time is going to have to be put off today because I want to go ahead and get this $10,000 opportunity. There's no telling what could happen during that time, what I could miss out on, how that could affect my family. My husband or the kid could say, oh, go ahead and do it. But it's going to impact them one way or another. You don't know if that's going to come up in an argument later. You don't know if your kid is going to be like, man, I missed out on this opportunity for family time on that one Saturday and I can't get that time back. You don't know the things that you don't know. But all I know (laughs) is if it's something that is meant for me, it's not going to take away from the things that I value. And if I can't bring my family If I have to do something sketchy that's going to jeopardize those values, passions, or priorities, then it's an absolute no. But when you understand your identity, when you understand what your values are, you can make bold decisions like that because you can be confident and, hey, I'm doing what's best for the overall picture, not just for right now. You're not just going to be chasing any and every opportunity because it has a dollar sign attached to it. Because you understand with contentment that, okay, I'm good right now. I don't really need the extra. But if it's on a day that I don't have anything planned and that my family is good, sure, why not? I'll do that. But mm -mm. then because you've identified who you are, you can set clear goals and priorities that will lead to better financial decisions. So when you don't know who you are, who you want to become, or the person that you want people to see, you operate sometimes out of confusion and also desperation. Sometimes you might operate too quickly instead of making a sound choice or decision because you're trying to chase any and everything that looks good. I'll use investing as as an example. So for me, right, I am not someone who is an unnecessary risk taker. I am someone who likes to set things and forget it. I am someone who doesn't want to do the most to make the most, right? But because I know that, what I decided to do were find investment options that will allow me to accomplish those things, that will allow me to not jeopardize my values, my priorities, and my passions. 
because of that, I'm not chasing the market every day. I'm not losing my mind at the news every day. I am not really focused on looking at my portfolio every day because I know based off of who I am, what I value, what my goals are, I created an investment plan that makes sense for that person. But when you're someone who doesn't know who you are, what your identity is, you may be the person who starts to chase the the market. You may start stressing yourself out every time you look at the news because you see the market is in the red. You might start doing all kinds of craziness trying to gain your money back because you acted out of ignorance of yourself. When you get confident in who you are as a woman and who you are meant to be, you start to move different financially. You start to be able to align your values with your financial goals and plans. You can make a sound decision by looking at somebody in the finance space who always preaches, you know, you have no business trying to have fun when you have debt, right? But if a value of yours is being able to enjoy life because you don't believe that God put us here to just to pay bills and die, you're not going to go down that route. You're not going to burn yourself out. You're not going to feel like you're doing this for absolutely nothing. Why? Because you are so confident in your identity to be like, you know what? That sounds good. However, it's not going to work for me because I value being able to live life. I also value being able to become debt-free. However, I don't have to do one or the other. I can do both. I am a multifaceted woman. I can have multiple priorities at one time, and I can focus on those things at the same time. I don't have to deprive myself. I don't have to neglect myself all for the sake of money, right? And because you are so confident in that path, you are able to create your version of financial stability. And when I say your version, I really have to emphasize that because People have taken personal out of personal finance. Everything is a blanket statement advice. Everything is the top 10 do's and don'ts of your financial journey when people don't know who you are, what your value, or what you're trying to accomplish. Your version of wealth might look different than mine. Your version of financial stability might look different than mine. Your version of being financially well off might look different than mine. And that is okay. Why? Because we're individual people. We have different values, different goals, different priorities, and different passions. This is why finding your identity on your financial journey is going to be super powerful, impactful, and very important. (laughs) And it is fitting because we are talking about finding your identity. I have a quick ad for you. Hey, beautiful souls. Are you a faith-based career and family-focused woman looking to start on a financial journey that aligns with your values and dreams? Introducing the How Balanced Are You Financial Personality Quiz. Discover your financial personality and receive personalized insights and action steps based on where you are on your journey. No more guilt or shame, just the guidance you need to start your financial journey with faith and confidence. You'll become one of the four incredible personalities, the money hustle maven, the money maven of one, the balance queen, or the money mastermind. And that's just the beginning. We'll also share some incredible Bible scriptures tailored to your personality, creating a deeper connection to your financial goals. Based on your unique personality, we'll recommend products that align with your financial journey, making it easier to make the best choices along the way. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and dive into your financial transformation today. Take the How Balanced Are You financial personality quiz and embrace a future full of abundance, purpose, and financial harmony. The link is in the description box or in the show notes. Now, you know I can't say all of this and not give you some practical tips, right? Right. Because you're probably like, all right, you've said a lot, 
but how do I define who I am so that it aligns with my faith and my financial goals? So first and foremost, okay, I really do believe that you need to just sit and journal. Also get off of social media for a little while. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. There's so many things that are being sewn into you. And I think if you just take some time away from that, so unplug and actually do things that feed your spirit, I think that'll be a good start to defining who you are because you can say, all right, I don't really like this. I'm over here looking on the shade room a lot and it doesn't really do anything for me. If anything, it just makes me feel ugh, or I'm operating out of messiness and that's not what I really want. And then you come back from your fast and you start unfollowing pages that no longer feel good to you and that are no longer feeding things that should not be fed anyway. As many times as I stepped away from social media, I look at it now like, I don't know. I just look at it at a different lens. And a lot of things I am disgusted by now. I don't follow social media pages that are seemingly for Black people, but are about Black people, if you know what I mean. And I I already said one page, but I'm not about to go down the list of all these messy pages. I no longer really follow things in pop culture. Why? Because it doesn't feed me. It doesn't make me feel good. It does not get me closer to the woman that I'm trying to be. Now, I'm not saying that you got to be this holier than thou person, that you can't watch your shows, that you can't like the things that you like. However, when it takes over your identity and you don't really know who you are as a person, I think that's a problem. You know, when people start imitating popular phrases like, I'm going to match your energy. Why would you do that? Why would you want to match somebody's energy that's not beneficial to you? If somebody is doing you wrong or doing things that they ain't got no business doing and it's causing an upset somewhere, why would you want to match that energy? Why would you want to hold that inside of you? That's not your identity. But because things like that, something so seemingly small, something so seemingly catchy can have such a huge impact and prevent you from becoming the person that you're meant to become. We have to be mindful of our diet. I'm not even just talking about food, although we need to be mindful of that too. But we need to be careful of what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're allowing into our households, because all of that is making deposits into you one way or the other. And some of those deposits, you don't want to cash out. I'll give you a real life example, right? So I've really gone down this journey of finding gospel music. And I'm not talking about the, you know, take me to the king and all that, but like actual <laughs> gospel music that feels good, that's something that you dance to, something that doesn't put me to sleep. And as someone who also loves like the R&B vibe. Like you can play 90s R&B all day and I'm going to listen to it without a problem. But once I started listening and finding like really great new age gospel songs and playlists to listen to, and I would go back to listen to a couple of songs, I realized what the hell have I been singing? What have I been listening to? What have I been coming into agreement to or with? I think it was a song by CZA. I think it's Snooze, and I love her. I love her voice, right? But when she was talking about over here hiding bodies and aiding and abetting people. And 
And I'm over here singing and bopping with this. And I'm like, wait a minute, Caesar, what you got me singing? <laughs> what the heck do you have me singing? But after I've also been on this journey of getting closer to God, because if you listen to the episode that talks about 9-22-2022, the reason why I made my shift, you would know that I've also been undergoing this renewing of my mind and my spirit, my heart, my eyes, all of that. Because the way I look at things now is definitely not how I looked at things back last year. And I'm over, it's like a lot of things are being revealed and it was right in your face. Like, this is what you're singing to. This is what you're agreeing to. You don't know. Like, music is spiritual. Everything that we are dealing with is spiritual one way or the other. And I started to like really look at song lyrics like, yo, what is happening? Like I would go to sleep with music. I would wake up to music and I'm over here like, what, what, what's going on? Why am I feeling like this? Nothing happened. Why do I feel depressed? And I, that's a lesson I've also been instilling into our kid because like she would listen to things and once she listened to certain music, she would be going through like a depressive episode and I had to tell her, like, listen, you don't understand the things that you're listening to is making a deposit into, you know, your spirit. And it's manifesting in a way that is negatively impacting you. So you have to be very careful about what you're listening to. Now, of course, she's a teenager. She's going to continue to do what she does um, until she fully understands. But slowly but surely giving her that lesson of, look, you really don't understand that there are things seen and unseen that can negatively impact you. And you need to be very mindful of that. So get off social media for a minute, do a fast, maybe do a fast to some of the secular music that you're listening to. Because I even said on threads a little while ago, I want somebody to do a study into how music impacts our environment, impacts our relationships. Because I saw this story about how the STD rate is skyrocketing, right? But when you listen to music, everything's about sneaky links and, you know, just being sexually explicit or, you know, just all over the place swapping body fluids. And I'm like, okay, there has to be a correlation one way or the other. We went from listening to love music and people being happy in relationships. Now we are seeing or listening to music that's not really glorifying families and love like that. Even when you get on YouTube and you see the podcast bros and just the podcast atmosphere, it's so much division. Men against women. It's just a gender war all, all damn day. Just, just a gender war. And all of that is making deposits. All of that is, is affecting you in some way, shape, or form. And what I mean by that is there are so many people taking on pain they've never experienced firsthand. There are so many men and women who are married in the comment section of these divided-ass videos and I'm like, what are y'all doing? You have a husband or wife sitting right next to you. You're over here participating in a war that you've never had to participate in firsthand. So many seeds are being sown and people are harvesting things that they weren't meant to harvest to begin with. So in order for you to really find who you are, you have to really, really minimize the distractions, minimize the negative things that are being planted in you subconsciously or consciously. 
and just get into the habit of sitting with yourself, sitting with yourself and sitting with God. And listen, I am not the most eloquent speaker when talking to God or even talking about things like this. Even before starting this camera or turning the camera on, I had to say a prayer because I'm like, Lord, I really just need you to give me the words that I need to speak so I can reach the people that I need to reach because I don't know where this episode really is going to go. I have notes for sure, but the notes can can go one way or the other. But you have to get into the the habit of just sitting with yourself, checking yourself, reading your Bible, talking to God. It doesn't have to be like this holier than thou speech. Like, listen, Lord, look, I'm I'm going down this path of trying to find who I am. And I really need your help. I need you to make it plain to me of the steps that I need to take to reach who I need to be, who you called me to be. If you are genuine in what you are saying, and you are really wanting to find out who you are and get to know who you are called to be and what your purpose is, God will make things so plain to you, it's not even funny. He'll have some random person walk up to you on the street and be like, listen, I know I don't know you, but I felt like I should tell you this. I was talking to a friend yesterday and I was telling her, look, every time I go to make this episode, it feels like my jaws are clenching shut. I never had a problem making content before. Heck, I used to go live five times a week early on in my business. I don't know what this is. And this is someone that I just met about a week or two ago, right? Through threads. (laughs) And she's telling me about a dream that she had related to what I just told her. Then she's telling me about something that one of her friends has seen and me bringing that up to her brought what her friend said up in remembrance and it blessed me in a way that I was able to show up the way that I need to show up. You have no idea how powerful being genuine is when you talk to God. He will make it so plain. It's so he will make it so plain it's scary. <laughs> it's scary and funny at the same time. Like, okay, God, you you got jokes. <laughs> you playing with me. Whether it's through a random social media post that speaks exactly to the thing that you're working on, whether you are just seemingly having a harmless conversation with somebody and somebody behind you picks up on what they're saying or what you're saying and they have a word for you, they have an answer for you. So I think one of the first steps that you should do is one, hop off social media for a minute or at the very least, clean up your feed. Be very careful about what you're liking because you know the algorithm will feed everything to you that you like. So be careful what you're liking and engaging with. Just sit and read your Bible. If you don't know what to read, listen, I didn't know what to read either. Look up scriptures based off of what you're feeling and that can be your starting point. I know people will tell you, oh, start from the beginning. That That's not what I'm going to tell you. Based off of what you're feeling or what you're trying to accomplish, Google a scripture that fits that. And Google will bring up a bunch of scriptures that you can read. And that'll be something that you can pray and meditate about. What I've learned while reading the Bible on my own and getting closer to God is that the Bible is is so relevant. (laughs) It doesn't matter when it was written, but it, it is so relevant. And it can be applied to every area of your life. Heck, even the financial aspect, there are over 2,300 verses in the Bible that discuss what to do with your money or that just discuss finances in general. The next thing I want you to do is write down your values and your goals and find a scripture that aligns with these things. If you can find a scripture that aligns with these things, 
You are now aligning the woman you are wanting to become with your faith and with your finances. Nothing is competing against each other. Everything is working together for your good. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. That that was definitely a word in itself. When you're able to check what you value and what your goals are against the word, not only are you aligning the woman you're becoming with the faith in your finances, but you're also aligning all of that with God's plan for your life. Hmm. Then, of course, we have to talk about budgeting and managing your finances in accordance to your priorities, your faith, and the woman that you are becoming. Now, you got to just learn how to be a good steward over what you have. And you also have to learn about contentment. Honestly, I really highly recommend that you listen to the previous episode, Integrating Faith into Your Financial Journey, because I break down stewardship. I break down contentment because those are things that are going to be very important on your financial journey because... You can't keep asking God to bless you and you're not being a good steward over the things that he's already given you. And you have to be mindful about continuing to ask for more and asking for more and asking for more because eventually the more you ask for things, that's where your heart is. And that's also showing that you aren't content with what you have in the season that you're in. Not saying that God is not going to bless you with the things that you want as long as it's in accordance to his plan for your life, but you also have to be mindful that What you are giving your attention to the most is where your heart is at. And when you are working on aligning who you are trying to be or who you want to become with your faith, it's going to be very important that you are walking close with God on this journey or getting closer to him or seeking him. Because first of all, Matthew 6.33 talks about, first seek ye the kingdom of God and everything will be added onto you. When you are seeking him first, everything that you are wanting, everything that you are looking to accomplish in life, those things will be added on to you. In the previous episode, I discussed why I think a lot of people are stuck in their life. And like I said earlier in this episode, that it's because I believe a lot of people have gone as far as they can go without God. Seeking God and getting closer to him on this journey is going to give you a lot of peace because the world is messed up. Every time you turn on the news, every time you get on social media, something catastrophic is happening at all times. There's never a break. (laughs) But when you are leaning on God and not on your own understanding and not fighting with strangers on the internet because they are looking at things through their human eyes and at the spiritual lens, there is a level of peace that you have that's almost very unexplainable. The fact that Things will happen on this journey that is going to cause you to feel like you're not doing the right thing, or it's going to highlight areas of your life and areas of yourself that need to be addressed. And when it starts to highlight that, you can always go to the word. You can always go to God and ask for guidance and for him to order your step. I said something on threads a little bit ago about, I have been so used to being so hyper-independent. It was wearing me down. But last year when I got to my final breaking point and I was like, God, I'm tired. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. He has literally ordered my steps from that day. Outside of renewing my mind, my heart, my spirit, my eyes, my mouth, all of that, nothing really started to phase me the way that I used to. 
things were being highlighted in my life and in myself and on my journey that needed to be addressed. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all this, Lord. I need you to help me. And every step of the way, he has given me a plan one way or the other. Having a higher power to lean on when you don't understand what you are doing in this life is a game changer. And I'm not even joking. It is a game changer because, look, if it was up to me, I would not be here today. If I'm just going to be completely blunt about it, I would not be here today. I would not be able to talk to you the way that I've been able to talk to you during these most recent episodes of the podcast. I would not have been able to make the impact that I've been making over these last few months if it was up to me. Leaning on God, seeking him, and getting closer to him has provided me a balance that I have never had before. I was just telling my husband the other day that home is so peaceful, and that's all I ever wanted growing up. I think it was like Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. My husband and the kid came home. We ate dinner. We did our check-in. We talked a little bit. And then I went to my bedroom to watch TV or do whatever I was doing. My husband went to the game room so he can do his hobby. The kid went to her room to do whatever teenagers do. And it just felt so peaceful, almost eerily peaceful, but peaceful nonetheless. And I have to, I have to give all the glory to God on that because last year was a pain in the ass. Oh my gosh. I, that's a whole nother story for another day, but last year almost took me out. I'm not even gonna lie. It almost took me out. And to be where I am today in business and my family as the woman of the house all of that wonderful stuff and be able to be the impact that I need for every role that I'm in is so beautiful. I like I, I can't even I can't even fully express into words or I can't really put into words how I'm feeling about that. But I I am so grateful. Now in today's episode, we talked about the importance of defining your identity and how that impacts your financial journey. I want you to reflect on who you want to be, align your actions with your values, and trust in your faith to guide your financial journey. Because I, I do believe that finance is spiritual. If it wasn't spiritual, I don't think it would have been in the Bible 20, over 2,300 times. So I do believe that you have to trust in your faith. You have to trust in God to guide you on this journey of yours. If you are someone who is trying to find your identity or just trying to create a financial journey that actually makes sense for who you are and who you're trying to become, I would encourage you to take the How Balanced Are You Financial Personality Quiz. It's like 10 questions. It'll take you like 60 seconds and it'll give you one of four personalities with insights, action steps, a tailored Bible verse, and of course, a product recommendation. I think it'll be a very good start for a new journey that actually just makes sense and is not going to be as stressful for you in the long term. But I really do appreciate you for tuning in today's episode. I appreciate you and I will see you in the next episode. Talk to you later. Bye.